G'day punters, welcome back to the Exotic Punters podcast, big week of racing this week. Big shock news of the retirement of the GOAT, Damien Oliver, he's going to retire after the WA Carnival in December. And as well, Group 1 Racing returns to Victoria, it's the Group 1 Memsey Stakes over the 1400 metres at Caulfield. Once again, joined by the co-host Darby Waldron. Darby, thanks for joining me, mate. No worries, Angus. Yeah, look, it was a bit... Shock news, I have to admit, I thought Damien Oliver would just go around for or forever. It feels like the racing world would be incomplete without him. But, yeah, what a champion he's been. I think he's won a stakes race in five decades, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and obviously the 20s. Uh, he's well, I think he won 18 Group 1s as an apprentice, seven VRC Oaks. I think that's the stat that always blows me away. Seven VRC, that's just extraordinary. And, um, he's just been, yeah, an incredible legacy in the sport. And yeah, the GOAT, J-Mac will probably, not probably, I think J-Mac will definitely get his group one record. Uh, but yeah, you, this, you can't deny that the impact the GOAT, uh, Damon Oliver's had on the sport and, uh, yeah, it's going to be an emotional farewell and hopefully, uh, he will bow out with a few big wins throughout the spring carnival. And I'd imagine there's going to be quite a few omen bets on Ollie throughout the spring. I think everyone will be cheering for him. It's going to be sensational. But uh, yeah, look, it's it, it will be strange without him in the, in the saddle. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely, Darby. And we've also got a good weekend of racing up in Sydney this week, some group racing up there, as well as the return of the strip and his old sparring partner, Eduardo, as well, Darby. And as well as that, we've got the new market handicap winner in secret returning to. We do. And I wish I win, uh, of course, is back first up since the TJ. And uh, really fascinating uh, preparation ahead for I wish I win because it sounds like we're not going to see him again until the Everest which of course isn't until late October. So that's uh, two months away, basically, which is really odd. It's going to be interesting to see how it works, but uh, Peter Moody's explained his reasoning behind it. And uh, yeah, it's going to first up at 1400, then go back to 1200, uh, which will be unique. It's, you know, I haven't seen many horses do that, uh, but yeah, I wish I wins coming up against, you know, your typical wait for age uh, horses, of course, you know, Mr. Brightside, Alligator Blood and co, but uh in what is an interesting race in the Memsey. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be fascinating to see how uh, I Wish I Win does go uh, throughout this prep uh, in its limited preparation. But drawing one wasn't ideal. Yeah, yeah. We'll touch on the Memsey later, Darby. It's going to be a great race. Let's start off at Randwick. We're going to start race seven, the Group 3 Concord Stakes over the 1,000 metres. It's shaping up to be a pretty nice edition of the race, Darby. We've got Nature Strips making his return as well as Shelby 66. Um but in all seriousness, Eduardo's back to in secret. Bella Nipotina and uh, down the uh, down the numbers, Remark too, he's back as well. Um, his second preparation as a gelding uh, who represents a bit of value. But uh, it's definitely going to be an interesting race, Darby, and plenty of speed in it too with the two sparring partners fighting yeah, out in front. Yeah, yes. It's, uh, the Galaxy winner, Shelby, 66, 101. Uh but unfortunately, it's not a heavy 50. So we've got some... Look, it's a pretty good field. Uh, it's a, I find it really tricky, this race. Just a lot of queries. I know who you'll be tipping. So I think everyone who listens to our show regularly knows who you'll be tipping. Um, but yeah, look, I think it's a pretty tough race, to be honest. Just in secret, I, I don't think a 1,000 metres uh, suits her uh, at this stage. I just think she wants a little bit further, 11, 1,200. And her best performances have also been down the straight course winning 
the Coolmore and the new mark uh, and uh, the, yeah, the new market. But um, uh, look, I'm, I'm sort of leaning towards each way prices here in this race. Uh, and I'm just seeing Bella Nipatina, you know, you're getting 950 was taken out of, uh, was nominated down in Melbourne. Uh, now taking up to Sydney in the Concord, uh, relatively good first up, but you're getting 950. And I think for a horse that, you know, group one winner and as honest as Bella Nipatina is, I think 950 slightly overs when, you know, in secret, who hasn't really performed over the thousand is 340. Uh, I think, and, you know, Zapatao and Remark, I, I would argue that Bella Nipatina certainly earned uh, a stronger reputation throughout her career than those two. I'm not sure whether you agree or not, but I think 240 a place uh, for Bella Nipatina, 950, one to win two the place isn't a bad play. What is a tough race? One horse I'm really interested in watching is Eduardo, uh, who first up the last two preps has been really good. One first up last prep. And uh, sorry, two preps ago, and then uh, beat Giga Kick first up last prep. So, queries out on Eduardo about how good he really is. I mean, he's 10 years old now. I, I just can't find the nerve to tip him. Uh, but I, I will be interested to see how it performs. Obviously, the queer, biggest interest is going to be on Nature Strip. Uh, can he defy the odds and sort of win? Didn't hasn't won a race uh, since early spring last year. So, Queries out on Nature Strip as well, which will be interesting to see. Yeah, yeah, it's shaping up to be a good race, Darby. And uh, I think from a value perspective, I think Remark, he just gets in really well with the set weights and penalties in this race with the 56 kilos. Uh, a lot of the other really good top quality gallopers in the race have to give him a bit of weight. But uh, you're probably not going to be shocked to hear my on-top selection. It's going to be the number one Nature Strip. I just love this horse. Um Yes, he didn't have his best stuff last preparation, but he's trialled well. Um, I don't mind the wide barrier. I think there's not enough speed. I think he'll get across or just sit just outside Eduardo. Uh, he'll go forward from that barrier. But, look, I don't mind the 320 price. Uh, he's had a long break, a well-needed long break, and I really like the stoop at $3.20. And I just want him to say, fuck you, haters, because um, there's plenty of them out there. Yeah, there is. Look, you've... you've... One of the more loyal strip supporters, without any doubt. Uh, but look, you can't. Uh, it's hard to take on a champion like the strip financially. But yeah, the, the reality is uh, the strip hasn't won uh, in its last four starts, and I think there are excuses in a few of them. Certainly, the Everest, you know, sat four wide the whole run was pretty solid in the champion sprint, but the two runs in the autumn I thought weren't ideal. Um, the heavy nine in the TJ probably didn't su- suit too much. But, yeah, I, I think it's going to be interesting because there wasn't as many excuses for the strip in the autumn. So this is an opportunity. But we're not going to get a – at this stage, we aren't getting a bog, Sydney. It's a good four at the moment. Um, but I think there may be some rain forecasted for Saturday, maybe a little bit. But, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully we're not going to get it, anything too bad. Well, look, the the reality is, right, he's finished 3.4 lengths off a, of a quality field in the TJ, right? Who's beat him? I wish I win, Giga Kick, Mazu. If they're in this field, it's a proper group one race. And no one else has beat him. In secret, didn't beat him in the TJ um, on a bottomless track, which may or may not have suited her. Um, but I, I just think he's the best horse in the race. And and yes, he probably didn't have his best stuff in that TJ, but I think that's well, that's very well good enough to win this. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. You don't know, yeah. 
Righto. Well, nature strip on top for me. Bellini Patina for Daft. Um, let's move on to race eight, the Chelmsford uh, Stakes over the mile, where we see Think It Over line up. He ran super last start in his return in the Wink Stakes, coming six. Um, and Moanga, who was also very disappointing, he's the number two horse in this race. He was really disappointing last start, Derby. Yeah, look, I have to put my hand on that. Uh, yeah, got to be honest here. I did tip Mwanga, and what I did admit was a throw of the stunts. But, look, I think Mwanga will improve significantly because, uh, you know, he did draw, he did draw, draw fairly wide that start. But uh, think it over was really impressive, I thought, um, given it was the first run basically in over 20 months. Uh, sorry, not over 20 months, so, you know, over in over a year. So... You're getting 280 at the moment, and the career of the horse, think it over, I think, you know, he's better than most of this lot. He's better than Hinge. He's better than Montefilia at his best, and I'm going to go. I'm going to stick with him. I think that he's only going to improve, and Nashville are in the saddle, got a good association with this horse, drawn well, um, hard to argue with the numbers over the distance. Yeah, everything to me says that think it over is going to be a really – Good, uh, really good in this race and hard to beat. Uh, obviously, you know, there are some other horses that I'm interested in watching, particularly, you know, Major Beal. Uh, but I just think that there's too much of a query for me. I, I just, the others I've got questions over, I'm, I'm fairly confident that thinking over will improve. And I think that'll be good enough to get on, on top in this race. I'm with the dubs. I think uh, think it over is by far and away the best bet in this race. Um, Two dollars eighty. I actually think it's a great price. It ran super uh, last start in the Group One Wink Stakes, um, coming six behind that field. And considering it was his first run in such a long time, um, I just thought it was a really good effort. He's definitely going to improve on the run, and uh, he's drawn really well here. Barrier four um, out out to a bit of a more suitable distance. Obviously, you want to get out to that 2,000 metres where he's proved to be a top-class galloper at. And look, there's still a lot of the horses in this race. There are a lot of stayers resuming. A few horses that come do come through that wink stakes. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Think It Over is definitely the one to beat. Yeah, look, I have to agree with that. I have to agree. I think, look, Think It Over could be one of those horses that, given that there is no animal anymore, uh, I think Think It Over could cash in on that and could be relatively, not dominant, but consistent uh, in, you know, races in New South Wales leading up to, of course, the spring, um, you know, the later part of the spring. So, yeah, I would look out for Think It Over. I think that this weekend's query, but if he's as good as he once was, uh, certainly, you know, back in the autumn of 22, if he's still at that level, which first up suggests to me he is, uh, he'll win this race, I think. Yeah, I agree, Darby. I think he's going to really improve off that last run. Um, and, yeah, hopefully he gets the chocolates for all uh, parties involved. Absolutely. So we'll, we'll move to race nine, the Group 2 Trainway Stakes, over the 1,400 metres, uh, where we see a few horses come through that wink skinnies uh, from the other week uh, in Communist. Uh, and there's also a few different form lines in the, in the race. But the one I'm really keen on here, Dad, is the number 16, Alencia. She was super last start, um, absolutely trotting in. Um, 
at Rose Hill. One on the bridle at $2.35. Yes, it's a bit short, but I just think she's going to be a really top-class horse. Yeah, everything suggests that she's going to be a really top-level horse. I mean, she's coming up against some Group 1 winners uh, who are at some big prices. I mean, you got Communist at $18, Fireburn, of course, the slipper winner of twenty back in 2022, uh, $27. Madame Pomery, 1,000 guineas winner at $17. So you got some good prices of some, you know, high quality uh, mares in this race. But look, I, I'm with you. I, I think that uh, uh, I think Alentia looks like a serious horse, and it is a step up from benchmark 88 level. But again, she's drawn barrier nine. She's won over uh, the the 1400. And Chris Waller with these horses, they tend to step up the grade really well, and he. He has had a lot of success with horses that come in in a low weight uh, up the grade, you know, from benchmark grade into Oakland level and, uh, you know, black type races and and they win. And uh, it was just funny. Like you look at Chris Lowe, I think he had the Quinella in the, in the wing stakes or he, he just, he's always, he just dominates, let's be honest. And uh, I think he's found another serious mare here. And uh, I think 230 is very short, probably a bit too short for my liking, but, yeah, I, I can't take him on. I'm interested to watch uh, the horse from the Hawk stable, the six-year-old gelding in Zarek, who was outstanding throughout the autumn. Uh, may look for a little bit more. I think he's better over about the 2,000. Uh, but, yeah, certainly one to look out for throughout the spring. Yeah, yeah, Dubs. Uh, Alentia, definitely a horse to look out for. Let's move to Caulfield now. We'll start off in race five. Uh, we're going to look at the McNeil Stakes. The group three uh, for the three-year-olds over the 1,200 metres here. We've got a few good horses returning. Little Bros is having his second up uh, run after a fourth place last start. Barber, who was a very good chance, was very well fancied in the market in the group one Blue Diamond Stakes, uh, as well as V8, uh, who was undefeated until he came fourth in the group one size uh, up in Sydney. Um as well as uh, Legacies, my horse to look out for for the spring for Rosemont Star, the number 12 for the Peter Moody Stable. Um, he's definitely one to look out for too. Uh, she, sorry, is definitely one to look out for too. $5.50. Uh, and I'm going to put her on top. It's probably a bit too short for her. Uh, he's going to want to, she's going to want to get out to a little bit further. Maybe that mile is going to be her distance. Uh, but look, I just think she's a really good filly. Yeah, she's a serious filly. That performance in the Anzac Day Stakes was outstanding. Four and a half length win. Uh, and obviously, I think Moody's got a pretty high opinion of her uh, in the Rosemont Red, which, yeah, I mean, this could be one of the better horses Rosemont have had their hands on, and it'll be interesting to see how she goes throughout the spring. But, yeah, I think you're right. I think she may want a little bit further. But that win was over 1,400 the Anzac Day States. It's over 1,200. But it's going to be – she is coming up against some pretty good horses. I mean, V8 was flying throughout the autumn. Uh, and I know, obviously, probably ran into just a, a track that was just a bog uh, in the size produce, and I, I just think that hurt her. Uh, but uh, – hurt him, sorry. But uh, I think each way again here for the horse, Little Bros, I just liked how he went first up, and I think this is a pretty good colt. 14 uh, – 1,200s, I think, an ideal distance, and – I'm only going to improve and get fitter. So for me, you're getting $7 and getting like $2.40 a place. And that's what I'd be looking at, more of a place hit. Uh, but I'm going with the one. Although I do have to admit, Barber looks like a pretty serious horse. And 
Blake Shin uh, has been just riding unbelievably recently. And uh, the only concern for the bros is he has drawn pretty wide in barrier 10, but I will stick with him in each way, each way price. Yep. Not, no knocking you there, Darby. Uh, no knocking you at all. Let's move to race eight. It's the uh, McCafe Stakes over the 1100 metres, the group three uh, race where Asphora, uh, who was arguably robbed of a group one um, in the autumn in the galaxy, but we won't touch on that. Uh, it's just unlucky there. And then run fourth in that uh, few million dollar clocker race uh, where probably just the sp- where she placed in the run was uh, against her. But look, she looks really hard to beat in this race. We've got a few different form lines coming in, ingratiating. Uh, he's having a run too. Kalos is back. Astrid Street, he ran really well last weekend uh, in uh, that listed race at Mooney Valley coming third. Uh, Speed map probably wasn't with him there. Got back, ran on quite nicely. He's drawn to be better today, which is exciting. Midwest will go forward. He'll make the speed in the race. Uh, size having her first uh, her first run since that uh, group win in the Sir Monash Stakes uh, around a month ago. Uh, so it's, it's actually a pretty good race, Derby, even with the scratching of Bellin and Patina. But I'll look up. I think there's a clear on top selection here, and it, it's Aspora. Um, she's just a really exciting mare on the up. Uh, and look, three dollars twenty looks prior, quite an inviting price. Yeah, I think she's one of the best of the day. Uh, definitely three thirty trialed fantastically, and as you said, was very unlucky in the Galaxy. Before that, was excellent in the Oakley Plate first up uh, back in February. So hard to knock uh, Aspora, and I think. Yeah, I really think she's going to be one of the best bets of the day, as I said. Uh, Magic Times, a horse I'm looking forward to watching. Obviously, it was really good in the autumn. Three wins from four starts and ran third uh, to Alentia, actually, uh, back in April. Uh, but And also Size, another one uh, from Peter Moody Stable that has been going really good. It's had a bit of a let-up, hasn't run since early uh, early July, uh, but you're getting $10 for Size, which I think is a pretty good price. Mask Crusader, my old favourite, has been trialling quite well and is coming to a track where he's undefeated, two from two, but I, I can't back Mask Crusader at the moment. I would need to see a significant improvement of form given the struggles he had throughout the autumn. Um, and Kalos isn't a bad play either, but I think Ashbora is a step above this lot. And given the word you're hearing from the stable, they think she's a serious horse. Yep, I uh, I agree, Dub. She's a serious horse. Uh, should have a group one to her name, but she doesn't. Uh, and I would not be surprised if she does put one you're to gonna, her you're name. You're going to have to let go of that. You're going to have to let go. Um, yeah, I have let go, mate. I have let go. But uh, look, yeah, as for on top there, maybe a few dollars on Ashford Street each way just to uh, just for our friends of the podcast. Uh, he's been a good horse to all of us. But yeah, as for on top uh, by the length of the Flemington Strait for us here at the Exotic Punters Podcast. Uh, but really, let's move on to the feature race of the day, Darby. It's the race nine. It's the group one Memsey Stakes over the 1,400 metres. Um, where it's a really exciting field. Mr. Brightside, he won that PB Lawrence Stakes last start here at Caulfield over the track and distance. Um, he's $4.20. I wish I win. Having his first start since the TJ Smith, $3.70. He's been on a bit of a drift this morning um, and last night. But the Gator, he's back. $5. Child up an absolute treat. Um, and then a few other different horses too. Darbs, uh, Princess Grace ran super in that uh, Wink Stakes 
Um, looked like the winner, but just got pipped on the line. For a bit of value there, uh, about seven dollars, eight dollars in the market as well. So it's it's shaping up to be a really exciting race, Darby. Yeah, it is, no doubt about it. It's a it's a really strong race. Uh, you, uh, I just saw the inevitable's been scratched, but uh, yes. the rest of the field is it's pretty good. Obviously, you've got some horses there that are really just make up your numbers. You know, your Western Empires, Band of Snatchers, uh, Bank Moir, and. But look, I think the Princess Grace is a really good bet when you consider Blake Shin's got the ride. Waller has trained this horse brilliantly, super consistent, uh, has just been racing unbelievably well, hasn't missed the placings since June last year. And since it's come over to Australia, has just been super consistent and only just got beaten by Fangirl in the wing stakes. So was very nearly a group one winner, uh, this mare, but... I've got her on top purely because of the price. I think $8 is a silly price considering that unlike I Wish I Win and Alligator Blood, we've already seen this horse uh, start a prep. And I think that's a bit of an advantage. Queries out on I Wish I Win due to barrier one. Uh, just not sure whether that's going to suit you know, the racing pattern that he normally gets out there. And Mr. Brightside's just Mr. Consistency. And I probably will have a bet on both him and uh, Princess Grace. Alligator blood, I'm happy to watch go around today, but, yeah, could very easily see uh, him winning. Uh, but, yeah, Princess Grace on top of me with a saver on Mr. Brightside. No knocks there, Darby. Uh, I'm going to go with the number three, Alligator Blood. Look, I, I know he's drawn wide, uh, but I think he'll do a bit of early work to try and get across from that gate. Anna Vista will go forward from barrier four. Um, and she'll set the pace out in front. But hopefully the Gator gets across, sits just outside her, and uh, look, I think he'll be strong late, and he's, he's just trolled up an absolute treat, um, and I think he'll be back, the Gator. So I reckon he's in for a big prep. As long as the tracks stay dry, he's effective in the wet, but he's even more effective on the uh, uh, on the dry tracks. But, yeah, the Gator on top for me, Dubs. Um, any chance for Ozapenko? I was a penko. Yes, he did. Look, I do think um, he's drawn really well um, in this race. Uh, I just look. Obviously, he ran well last start. Probably better off over the mile, um, or even over a little bit further too. But uh, look, I, I don't know if he's like he's a Group One horse. Don't get me wrong, but I, I just don't. I think he'll be more effective over a little bit further. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But he has drawn. I think he has drawn well to be effective. Yeah, yeah. And to run a good race. No, I agree. Um, it's it's uh, interesting. Always horses like Ozopenko and even Anavisto, they're the ones that you've always got to pay attention to because Yeah. They, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked if Anavisto came out and actually won this race, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, the sort of flies because these like, horses are vulnerable, like your Irish wins, Algata Bloods, they might just have a day where they just get over the top of them. Yeah, yeah. I wish I win. Uh, sorry, so Anavisto comes out, flies out of the barriers. Um, run runs really well. Uh, it, it would not surprise me. She flies fresh this horse, and it just wouldn't surprise me if if she did win. But yeah, I just think from a from a pure ratings point of view, um, I I think the Gator is uh is my on top selection. Well, he is my on top selection just because um I think he's one of the best, if not the best, fourteen hundred meter horse in the country. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, let's move on to our best bets for the weekend derby. How are you going with that, mate? Yeah, well, look, I'm under pressure. There's no doubt about it. I've had a very slow start to the season, and this horse needs to win. I'm going to a 
uh, one of my favourite horses. We've already touched on her. That is Ash Fora, race eight, number six at Caulfield. As I said, drawn extremely well, been trialling brilliantly. And given that Bella Nipotina is now out of the race, I think she's a class above all of her opposition in this race. Uh, and, yeah, if she is as good as I think she is, and I think she's shown in the past, uh, she will win this race. And you're getting $3.30. So race eight, number six, Ash Fora, my best. We are dubs. Well, hopefully that doesn't put the moz on it for the rest of us because that would be really disappointing. My best bet, it's Randwick Race 10, number 8, Gaza Blinker. So unlucky last start. Uh, just couldn't get a run in. It was trotting on the spot. Would have bolted in. Uh, unfortunately, uh, didn't get the win. But I think it'll be winning this start. $2.80, I think it's a nice price. Drawn 10, a little bit sticky, but I just hope he gets a run, uh, gets a good run in transit, and I think he'll be too strong for this field. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, now, for the $100 challenge, I'm keeping it very simple this week. I'm I'm just going for a couple of horses. One is Ash Fora. I'm just going to have 50 on Ash Fora uh, to win. And, look, as I said, I'm very confident in Ash Fora's ability to get the chocolates. And the other horse is in race three at Caulfield, uh, Nunthorpe. Uh, and this horse was really good first up, and Peter Moody's put in a good word for her. He just thinks that she should be there to fight the finish. Has drawn wide barrier 10, but I think that'll be – to not too much of a concern. Jamie Carr looking for a first Metro winner since she's returned. And I think this will be a really good opportunity for her to get it back. So uh, I, I think I'll have 50 on both of them to win. Nice, Darby. My $100 is going to be an all-up multi, Alentia, into Gaza Blankets, paying about $6.40, depending on what book you're with. Um Hundred dollars on that. Hopefully, it'll be winning. Uh, I think they're really, they're both really good chances. Um, so yeah, hopefully, get some cash on the board. And have you got a sportsman multi for us, Darby? No, we cop for the sportsman multi. The sportsman multi is actually two, two for two so far this season, which is uh, hasn't been talked enough enough. But um, having a week off, there's no football. Obviously, we've got to build up for a big final series uh, coming up. So won't have a sports and multi, uh, given that the NFL and the AFL are going to really kick in a gear next week. So focus on the races, uh, I think is the right thing to do because we've got some great horses returning. Yeah. It's going to be a great weekend of racing Derby. Hopefully we've found some winners on the program. And, uh, once again, thanks for tuning in punters, get on and hang on.